Hello everyone, welcome back to Space Ace, a podcast all about asexuality, fandoms and the creative industries. How is everyone doing today? At the time of recording this, it is dying hot, so I hope everyone is managing to keep hydrated and keep cool. So, for the first episode of a new series, I can't believe series two is here everyone, can't believe I'm actually doing this again, it's great to be back. Uh, I wanted to do a video, video, god, I'm sorry, I practice, I wanted to do this podcast episode and just raise awareness of some ace phobia that's been going around because I feel like this is something that if you didn't know you were ace, if you were still figuring it out especially, it could be very, very damaging. Just like any sexuality that you were coming to terms with whether you're you're ace or you're gay or, you know, whatever. I feel like ace phobia or, like, phobia against any sexuality, you know, whether it's homophobia or ace phobia or whatever, it's always going to be damaging, no matter how comfortable you are with yourself. But reading some of these comments from people, like not to me personally, I'll get, in, I'll get into who they're for, but just reading them, it's like, if this was me figuring out myself, I would just be so traumatised by this. Like, I don't know another way to say it. So, cutting to the chase of what this is about and what spurred this episode is, it was Pride, the, like the Pride Parade in London a few weeks ago, at the time of recording this and Yasmin is a massive uh activist for asexuality she works all these amazing companies she's a like a professional model like she's absolutely incredible I will link her Instagram because she's just amazing everyone go follow her and she basically walked in the pride parade which is great you know walking with the ace flag you know getting the rep out there amazing stuff but she put up a post and she basically said before she even got home from pride that day She'd received so many, like, hateful, asophobic comments from people. And I've read through them, and I'm not going to read through all of them. But just to give you some example, some of the things were like, oh, this is disgusting, appropriation, people don't f- fancy sex, aren't denied rights, and aren't executed by their governments. See, a doctor would be my recommendation. She's so far up herself. There's no room for anyone else. No wonder she's ace. Being asexual is what the church wants from us gays. It's a form of conversion therapy. Does asexual mean she takes up the arse because she looks like she takes up the arse? Like, can people just back off? Like, I don't even... It just it got me so mad when I was reading it. And the, the base of it is, it's because Yasmin is... A, she's a lingerie model. She's a model, but she does a lot of like, lingerie shoots from what I've seen on Instagram. And she walked in the Pride Parade wearing this, like, it was, like, a purpley black, also it's, like, ace colour themed. It was, like, a form of lingerie. That's what it looked like to me anyway. And people were just seeming to think, oh, because she's dressed like that, it means that she can't be ace. And it just got me so mad because when did clothes represent your sexuality, like, ever? I know it's the whole form of thing, like, we do, as humans, jump to conclusions of, like, oh, they're wearing that, they must be that, like... We all do it, and I think we're just all conditioned to. Like, I don't, I try not to, but you know, when we see someone in the street and you kind of you just form that opinion about them before you even know them, and it's terrible, but we're all guilty of it. I mean, I've done it, and I try not to, I don't say anything out loud, it's all in my head, but like, I try not to. But we're so conditioned to form opinions about other people just by the way they look, it's just it's terrible. This is what society's made us into, and it's just got me so mad because like yes she's ace but why doesn't that mean that she can't wear what she wants like it took me a long a long time to feel comfortable wearing more like re- I say revealing clothing to me that's like getting getting my shoulders out or you know uh I mean I don't really have any cleavage so I can't really say anything about that but like wearing low-cut stuff it took me a long time to feel comfortable 
wearing things other than like t-shirts and shorts when I go out especially in this heat now I'm now lucky I'm at the stage where I'm comfortable I can wear a crop top to work because my work are amazing and I can wear whatever I want and I can feel comfortable wearing that in the street but there was so long I couldn't and I just can't I just can't believe that people are still in this mindset of what you wear means your sexuality. It's like, yeah, she can go around wearing as many revealing stuff as she wants. As long as it's not, you know, indecent for the public, what does it matter? And it just got me really thinking about how, especially I think with Ace, because it's the whole thing of like, oh, people who are Ace, they most of the time, they're not attracted to anyone. They don't want sex. Like, that's like the general sort of form of opinion. Also, that doesn't mean that you can't. You know, every, like I say, I say every time, the thing that I'm always advocating for is that every asexuality is different for other people. My ace, personally, is that I have no interest in sex. I'm not, you know, I'm not missing it. I'm not wanting it. I'm not, I'm not attracted to anyone for it. That's me personally as my ace view. That's personally what I want and don't want. But someone else who's asexual, they may still want that, which is obviously fine. But the fact that, like, if you put two people next to each other and one person was walking around in, like, the lingerie-esque and someone else was walking around in, you know, T-shirt and shorts, whatever, even in this heat, you would look at them and you would think, oh, the person in the lingerie is, you know, is more promiscuous, who wants that? And it's just so damaging. It's like, why do we still have these opinions? It's 2022. I know the world is sucking right now. I know that all these people in important decisions, important places are making really bad decisions about the world. I'm not going to go on to that. But it's 2022, forgetting what the government have said is right and wrong, as just the general public of opinions, why can't we do better? Why can't we be more than this? Why can't we be like, oh, she's wearing that, but it doesn't mean that she's out, you know, trying to get all these guys' attentions. It's the whole thing about, you know, people wear certain things to get certain attentions. It's like, yeah, sometimes people do, but sometimes people wear it just for the sake of wearing it. And it reminds me of, oh, when was it? I think it was, it was two years ago, maybe. I was out for my friend's birthday and we were in London. We weren't living, I wasn't living in London at the time. We were living uh, back in the South. And we were all in, you know, just going out gear kind of. But my friend Lily, I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast before. I don't know. I don't know. But she just, she won't care if I do. And she was basically wearing this very like low cut dress you know, showing off a lot of cleavage and whatnot, like, it wasn't inappropriate, it was, it was more than I'd be comfortable wearing even now, but, you know, she was comfortable in it, it made her feel good, you know, it wasn't indecent, she looked great, it was, it was great, but we were in London, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes or so after getting off the train, or tube, whatever it was, and we were walking to the place we were going to have drinks, and the amount of stairs and woos and stuff we got just by what we were wearing was just it makes my skin skin cool thinking about it like I'm just I just can't believe that people still like that and it's the whole mindset of oh they're dressed a certain way they want that and it's like you don't know someone's story you don't know why they're dressed like that they could just like those clothes they could just feel comfortable in them and oh it, it just boils my blood and I just wanted to come in here and not rant about it but just sort of have a conversation open a conversation being like why can't people wear what they want why why is it such a big thing but I mainly just wanted to get across the fact that what you wear does not sum up your sexuality because I know there are there are times where you might be like oh I want to wear something that represents my colors that's cool I'm working on some ace merch right now myself and some of it is very much like you know it will say things on it which is representative of asexuals it will have the asexual like colors on which I think is cool if you want to rep something like that's 
that's a different form of like wearing what you want because I wear merch all the time like I live in my merch because it makes me feel comfortable and it means I can you know rep things I love and adore which is great like go me I love doing that but uh, it's just like reading these comments as well it's like people just don't understand what it is because the whole point is that because someone is asexual they, they, they can dress how they want and they're not doing it to like you know they attract attention to people they're doing it because that's how they feel comfortable in and I just don't understand why people aren't okay with that why you know people can parade around in lingerie if they want but it doesn't mean that they want some and it also posed me to think very carefully about the stigma and stereotypes we have about people because I've always wondered whether there's people in those like promiscuous kind of jobs like escorts or you know anyone in that like sex worker line of business because there's a whole stigma around sex working which I personally don't have a problem with like well I've got a problem with stigma but I don't have a problem with the job because if it's a job that makes them happy and you know they feel comfortable in it then why not I don't understand the problem with it it's not you know a generalized generic job but like they might not want that and I think because I don't know I've worked in the creative side of things as as long as I can I've done the whole customer service thing and whatnot but like I've now been able to choose what area of work I go into which you know I'm very privileged for very thankful for but you know not everyone has that choice and they might be doing a lot of our choice but a lot of people do they a lot of people I've seen online they've given up like their full-time nine-to-five in a career to go work like go be a sex worker like cool that's what you want to do fine but it really got me thinking about people in those jobs there's such a stigma around it and I've always wondered whether anyone who is in those jobs is actually ace because a lot of the time I mean, from what I've seen on tv and whatnot like so for example in the show I love called Unreal right for example, there is a character in series four called Candy and she is a stripper and she does it because she likes stripping, you know, makes her feel good about herself and she makes good money of it. She's able to put her son and the whole point about her character is that she's breaking down the mould of, oh, I'm just doing this job because I want to like, you know, take my clothes off in front of people and whatnot. I mean, yeah, she, she does like that, but there's more to it than that. She's doing it so she can support her son. She's doing it so she can have the time with him. She's doing it because, you know, she wants to. And it's not just down to the job. And it's the whole thing as well about, oh, people were only escorts because they want to have sex. It's like, if you want to get paid for sex, then go, go ahead. It's your choice. And it's just got me thinking, like... Do people just do it for the love of it? Because I've always wondered, and I am actually working on a story right now where one of the characters is a stripper and she is ace. And she does it because she needs the money. She does it because she's good at like getting people's attention and whatnot and like toying with people. But she doesn't do it because she, she's not interested in actually having sex with them or, you know, meeting someone and whatnot. Because she's ace. Like in, in what my character is kind of ace like me because that's what I can personally relate to. I'm not speaking on the part of all aces here. But yeah, it just got me thinking about it and like, why, why have you still so, so damaging and whatnot? And like most of these comments, apart from the fact that, you know, oh, this is, you're taking away from what we fought for and stuff, like it's just so different. They're talking about her appearance and whatnot and like, she can look however she wants and they're talking about me, like how much cleavage she had on the show. It's like, so what? Just because someone walks around with like wearing that and like presenting that part of their body doesn't mean that they're walking around with a sign saying, come at me. Is the whole, I think this goes back to the whole like Me Too movement and whatnot. Like, I don't want to get too far into like all the politics about it, but it's just the whole thing about because people dress a certain way doesn't mean they want something. 
Like, it's the whole thing about, oh, she asked her because she's wearing a short skirt. It's like, no, absolutely not. And it just boils my blood because I've never agreed with any of that. Like, people should be able to wear what they want and not feel uncomfortable, not feel worried that, you know, they're going to, something's going to happen to them. Like, I've gone out wearing a short skirt plenty of times because, I mean, I, I don't, it's weird, since coming out as ace, I don't really care how much my body's on show, it actually sounds terrible, but I don't care because I know that I'm not doing it for anyone else, I'm doing it for me, it's how I feel comfortable, and uh, yeah, I'm not going out hoping that I'm, you know, I'm going to catch someone's eye, but I also don't go out worrying that someone's going to do something, I don't know whether it's just because nothing's ever happened, I mean, touch wood, hopefully it never will, but some people go out and like, it's the whole thing, but oh, but she asked for it. It goes back to the whole like rape situation as well, which again, I won't go too much into because it's just far too much politics for um, the time I'm recording this in the morning. But I try not to go back in circles, but it all goes back to the same point of people should be able to wear what they want without feeling worried about it. So if you're our ace, what the hell you want? It doesn't matter. You're dressing for yourself. Always dress for yourself and how you feel comfortable. It doesn't matter about anyone else. Sure, if you want to go get someone's attention, you know, do do what you want, but don't ever feel worried that just because you're ace, you can't present that version of yourself. Like, I don't think I'd ever have the confidence to be a lingerie model, but I'd like to think that I could. I'd like to think that if the opportunity presented itself to me, I could do it because... I'm doing it for myself like I always I mean growing up I always thought oh I can't dress like that because I don't want it which is terrible because you know you see those like it goes past the whole stigma I think especially in America like those high school films like teen films we all watch and it's the whole thing about like take Mean Girls for example the plastics Katie all the people they're dressing very I don't know how I would even describe it. It's like it's you know they're they're they're, they're the cool ones, but like they're the ones who've got their legs on show, you know they've got their cleavage out, like all that stuff. Then you have like you know the nerds and whatnot who are all sort of covered up and whatnot, and it's such a stigma that only those people who are always having sex, who are always you know wanting people's attention, can dress like that. So society hasn't helped themselves here. We haven't helped ourselves with how we are presented with these ideas and what we do with them. But it's the whole stigma of oh. Only those types of people should be able to dress like that. And because I don't want that attention from anyone, I can't dress like that. And it's taken me a long time to get out of that mentality. And like since, you know, being an adult and being able to wear what I want and being in situations that, you know, I could dress like that if I wanted to, but I, I don't. I dress how I want. Like right now I'm in a crop top and shorts because it's very, very hot outside. And five, six years ago, I might be suffering in a t-shirt. And also, it depends, obviously, where you are. There's certain places you have to wear certain things. Like, I couldn't go dressing how I wanted for school. But it's just the whole point about just because you feel like you're a certain way doesn't mean that you can't dress a certain way. And it also goes back to the whole thing as well, the whole stereotype of, oh, if you are a popular one in school, you have to be sleeping with people, you have to be going on dates, you have to be, you know, finding your person for prom... And it's just such a stigma that I hate. And I feel like it's it's all these little areas that I've talked about all are ingrained in us. And they all kind of come together to form this one stigma opinion. And it's just so wrong. It's taken me so long to realise how wrong it is. Like, all stuff I thought was normal, that it is in certain, you know, seat in films, you see it everywhere. But it shouldn't be normal. It shouldn't be normal. We should be taught, like, growing up that we can wear what we want, obviously within reason of, you know, dress codes and whatnot. And it not mean something. So that's that part of it over. Um, the other part I wanted to just go over is uh, some of these comments where it's sort of saying like, oh, 
just because you're asexual, you like you shouldn't be here because you haven't got to face anything from like, the government or whatnot. Which, like, I get it in terms of people who are asexual. To my knowledge, anyway, have never been victimized in terms of like being forced to go to conversion therapy. Like the the person that comes to my mind most of this is Alan Turing. I don't know how many of you have seen The Imitation Game. It's a great film. I highly recommend. But basically with that, you follow Alan, Alan Turing, who is part of the, like, cracks the code, like, the Enigma code for the war. You know, he's very important for history. But he's a gay, like, closeted gay man. So obviously being gay was illegal in these times. And when people find out, he's forced to, to be, like, chem- chemically castrated, which is just horrific to even think about. And I understand in the way that these people, you know, they had to suffer so much before their rights were heard, before they were able to, you know, be openly gay and whatnot, and they still face, you know, horrible stigma and thoughts from people. Like, it's just terrible. But being ace is hard in a different way. I mean, for me personally, the thing I hate most about being ace is, like, not being able to join a bigger conversation, like, not being able to talk about relationships with my friends or you know think oh that'll be me one day when I see like a couple doing stuff like it could be me but it's just not in the same way like me personally is ace the thing that like hurts me the most is yeah not being able to join in with everyone and like not being I don't want to say normal but you know you're growing up a certain way and you grow up thinking that you know relationships are a normal thing you grow up thinking that they're what's going to happen to you eventually that you're going to want it so not wanting it like even if I tried, it's the whole thing about like want to want, like I want to want it, but I don't, which I'm not going to go into. So that's a whole other separate episode. But for me, that's the hardest thing about being ace. And like, it's not in any way in comparison, it, like exactly to how obviously it could be to be gay, but it's still a struggle. It's still a sexuality struggle. It's still something that is never going to be totally easy for me. And like, yes, asexual people have never had that, but so, I mean, my personal opinion is asexual people have struggled in the way that, you know, they have not been heard really for a long time. They haven't been able to express themselves to people like, oh, that's not a real thing. Even now, like when there's still some people I haven't told yet because I'm worried they're going to go, but that's you're making that up. It's not a real thing. And one thing I think this kind of goes back to my whole thing about, oh, when you come out as gay, yes, it's, I'm not I'm denying that it's hard or whatnot, but when you come out as gay, you you tend to think about, okay, people are either going to be fine with this or people are going to say that's wrong. But you, you know they're going to know what you mean. When you say, I'm asexual, you have to go into a further conversation of saying, how, how, like, how are you, how I am asexual, this is what it is, this is what I am. And it's just a lot more for people to understand, especially because people, obviously, like I say, like, you grow up with this ideal around, oh, everyone is going to want this in their lives and when you come across people who don't who are asexual it does kind of make you think oh but hang on but how can you not want it I think it's just people not being able to comprehend that hang on this is such a normal in like in most people's lives this is such like a, a general way of life like you know you meet someone you have those feelings you go out on dates you have sex and then you know the whole thing and for the people it's just such a typical form of behaviour so when you meet someone and it isn't it kind of makes them question stuff it kind of makes them go oh but hang on but how can this it, it really is just one of those things it's like oh, I don't know how to explain it. it's like when you're so passionate about something and you can't comprehend why other people don't feel the same way that's the only way I can really describe it and I think that's it's, it's just a different type of struggle like I personally like I said there's still some people I haven't come out to yet because 
I don't know how they're going to take it in forms of how much they're going to be able to understand. And I feel like that's very, very different from people worrying how they're going to react in terms of right or wrong. So asexuals have struggled and still struggle, but just in a different way. Because obviously the whole thing about, oh yeah, we you never had to have conversion therapy. It's like true, but it doesn't mean that people won't have... I mean, I don't know, don't know the certain how I've never seen any case of it, but it doesn't mean people might not have tried different things chemically because you're still brought up to think that you're wrong. You're, you're brought up to think that you're broken, which is very, very damaging. And just it's just it's just different. I can't even explain it. It's just so different because, yeah, gay people have struggled. People thought it was wrong for a long time and they tried to, you know, yeah, castrate them, conversion therapy, all that stuff just to make them be straight but it also poses in the question in my head of what if people knew about asexuality if if it had if asexuality had ever been such a big thing in history as you know being gay was what would they have done to people you know would they have you know put them on hormones to try and make them feel things and like I've always wondered and I think this would be a great dystopian like alternate history story which I may work on one day because I think the whole idea is just fascinating about how how things in history could have been different if asexuality was like the big movement instead of being gay you know I might have to I might work on that soon I really like that idea but yeah it just poses the questions right all this has just been me basically ranting asking you questions and saying like think about this like think about that but there's no other really way to go about this topic really it's just the fact that I mean to me it all boils down to the fact that People are still really, like having these stigmas around them. Yasmin is still facing these questions every day by people because they don't understand. And I don't know them personally, but just from, you know, the comments that I've seen, it's that, oh, just because she's dressing in a proactive way, she can't be asexual because she's clearly dressing because she wants it. And it goes back to the stigma of people dressing because they want something. People dressing because that's how society expects them to dress. Like, you put two people, like, side by side. You, one of them, you know, is in long a long skirt and, a, like, a jumper. And she's all covered up. And you think, oh, she doesn't want any. She's, like, a little hermit and whatnot in her own corner. You put someone next to her in, like, a really sort of, like, cleavage showing dress, legs out, high heels, makeup done. You think, oh, okay, they're out on, a, on the party. They want, they want something. And it, the stigma is so, so damaging. And people just don't realise because we all just need to have it as normal now. We've all grown up with it. We all think, oh, yeah, that's right, that's wrong. Like, that's how it is. And it's like, I recently went to go and see Legally Blonde in theatre, which was amazing. It was only a limited run, so it's not on anymore, but it was just so good. And look at that film. Like, she's worried she won't get into Harvard because of the way she dresses, because of the way she is. She's like a stereotypical party girl you know who's got a boyfriend she's like you know head of all this society stuff and you know she uses her her body like stereotypically she'd use her body to get stuff and actually she's really damn smart and she gets into Harvard anyway it's just the whole thing of you look at someone and you make an assumption but you don't know their story you don't know what goes on behind closed doors you don't know who they are by what they look like is basically the damn point for this so people can dress however they want ace gay straight i don't care people can dress however they want and it doesn't mean anything about their sexuality it doesn't mean anything about who they are i think that's just the down point i want to, i want to make to this because people just need to back off and think just because someone's walking out you know 
confident in themselves and lingerie like I am so like happy for Yasmin that she's able to do that I mean like I said as much as I've personally come a long way in terms of I can now wear crop tops comfortably out in public and you know not worried about comments and whatnot but I don't think I'd ever have the confidence to even wear lingerie let alone walk around in it and lingerie actually is something that I used to just terrify me because in my head it was only for people who wanted wanted sex like I'm never gonna forget I went on a school trip to New York and two of my friends who had both had boyfriends at the time they they like pulled me into Alan Summers with them because we were in a new city and I wasn't gonna be walking around on my own in the middle of New York City at 17 years old and I felt so uncomfortable in there because it was obviously all full of clothes and things to do with sex and obviously I didn't have any interest in that at all and the whole thing was just terrifying because they were there like being measured up and put I was like people get the hell away from me I'm gonna stand in a corner until you guys are done but it's the whole thing of I should be able to walk in there confident and comfortable because yeah I'm gonna wear this stuff for me I'm not gonna wear it for anyone else so I think this might need to part two with with someone else's opinion because it uh, for me it all goes down to the fact that this is what society expects of you this is what we've come to brand certain things as and it's not okay it isn't right, but we get on with it because that's how we think things are. That's how we've grown up with them being. It's something that isn't really questioned. It's challenged more now, granted. But you don't have to look a certain way to feel a certain way, I think is the underlying tone of this, because you should never have to. It's like all those bits in, so she teen films a whole makeover bit, and it's like, oh, she wasn't pretty before, but she's pretty now. And it's just, it's just a terrible... It's a terrible, terrible stigma, which we're all guilty of enjoying every now and again. But it's just, it's so damaging. And reading these comments, like I said, like if I was coming out as ace, I wasn't sure who I was. I'd just be so terrified about anything, especially like the whole thing of like, see a doctor would be my recommendation. I think that's a whole uh, episode for another time because the whole, I mean, personally for me, I grew up thinking there was something wrong with me, like physically, chemically wrong with me. And I still do in parts because it's just obviously it all down, goes down to like, you know hormone hormone imbalance and whatnot but it's all biological stuff that I don't have any control over but you grow up thinking you know just because you don't want it and everyone else does you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you're broken you don't fit in and I think this is just something else it's just another nail in the coffin really it's just something else to add on top of it which is just so damaging and so wrong and uh, yeah basically don't do it don't stigmatize as please as best you can I mean I'm still guilty of it but it's only in my head and I try not to and I know even after thinking it but that that's not them I don't know them they're a person in the street I don't know who they are so everyone try and be better basically and if you are asexual and you did see those comments don't please don't take them to heart because those people don't know your story they don't know you they don't know what's going on in your life they don't understand asexuality and I think it can be really hard with comments like that coming from people in the LGBTQ plus A community especially because obviously it's a place where you're meant to feel accepted. It's a place where everyone obviously should be able to belong to if they so wish to and it can be very hard reading those comments and thinking but hang on this is meant to be an open place it's welcome for everyone. We will get there it's just not we're just not there yet and it's going to take time for people to accept that we are part of the same community just because we don't want it we're not interested in it the same way that they are if at all you know it's just going to take time but please don't take those comments to heart and you know my dms are always open if you want to talk yeah i think that's it i think i've gone on for long enough as i said if you haven't 
caught the little intro I recorded a couple of days ago and put up before this episode went out. Uh, this series, I'm trying to limit the episodes and not make them you know, three hours long because as much as I've enjoyed recording them, as much as Matt enjoyed recording them, you know, it's a long time for people to listen to us go on about stuff. So episode on my own, little short half hour, do say what I've got to say, do what I've got to do, and then happy days until the next one. So thank you everyone so much for listening. I hope this was constructive. <laughs> I've tried my best to make it constructive and not just go on, but the whole thing just made me so mad and it just made me question, but well, I know it's wrong because I am ace, but other people who aren't ace, I understand why they'd have those viewpoints, but again, it's not, I'm not condoning it. It's not right. People need to be educated on this stuff, which is why I made this episode because I want people listening to it to think, yeah, that's right. You can wear what you want no matter your sexuality, which I know in basic terms, it sounds just, you know, it's like that's how everyone should think, but you don't, until you sit down and think about it, you, you may not, you know, really realize how much of this stigma you've been exposed to growing up and how much is in the media how much is on social media how much is all around us all the time and how much we've grown up thinking this is this is how things are when it shouldn't be and I want to change the conversation I mean I don't think there's this one little episode would do it but I'm hoping it might be the start of something or might you know spur people on more but thank you everyone for listening to me hopefully be constructive <laughs> for the last half an hour um, it means a lot that you made it to this point in the episode and that you've tuned back in for another series I've got so much exciting things coming up this series I cannot wait I've got some excellent guests on and like I said also in the intro well not this intro but previous intro to the series this series is also going to be a bit different in terms of there's going to be lots of ace content of course it's a literal asexual podcast but there's going to be a lot more on other things as well like books and writing and more by the creative industries in general because I feel like being creative and the power that creatives hold is just so massive and I want to be able to talk more about the industry and whatnot and sort of tell people more about it because even when I was at uni they didn't tell me anything about the actual creative industries like I, I've got a screenwriting master's and I came out with knowledge of how to write scripts and do all that but no knowledge of what to do with my skills or how to get in there and I like, talk to people and just think about other people's creative processes and whatnot so there's gonna be a lot about that fiction obviously because fiction is the best and I don't want to stray from the asexual stuff as well. I've also got a TikTok, which I'll link in the description, which I try and post on there semi-daily, like every other day. But I've got a thing called Ace Fact Friday, which is something that I'm going to continue doing, where it's just, you know, quick little snippets of here's a fact about asexuality for you. And I've also relaunched the Instagram, so that's definitely post every other day. I've got plans for that. And having lots of fun with reels. So now I work in marketing, especially social media marketing. I've learned a lot about what to do and different things you can do. So it's going to be an interesting ride with all the little channels and and whatnot. So thank you again for everyone for listening. I hope you found this factual and not too, uh, I don't know, waffling. I don't know. I don't know. I'm so out of practice with this. But I hope you enjoyed it, basically. And I hope it was helpful. And like I said, if anyone has any concerns or opinions or whatnot, I mean message me on instagram space ace is, is linked my personal one's also linked so happy to be an ear because being asexual especially coming to terms with it can be such a lonely thing and i'm very aware of that like i can't tell you how hard it was for me to come to terms with it especially because i had talked to people about it but like no one really got it and that was really hard to be able to explain myself and no one actually got it in the way that i needed them to so dm's always open and there's lots of other helplines and stuff as well if you need them so that's it until next time the other part actually about 
this series is that I'm still going to try and do weekly episodes, but it's going to be a lot less structured in terms of not putting pressure on myself going, oh my God, this has to be this week and this has to be that week because life is just too busy for that and it's just not healthy. So I'm going to make episodes when I've got something to talk about or when I've got a guest on and it might be a few weeks but there's no episode, but I'm hoping that that won't be the case because I've always got something to say. But we're going to see. So I don't know what next week holds and I'm just going to leave it quite open-ended going. There will be another episode. It should be next week. As of what it is, you shall find out, same as I will. So thank you everyone so much for listening. I hope you all have wonderful days, nights, evenings, whatever it is, wherever you are. And yes, happy whatever day. Thank you for listening. Space Ace out. Space Ace.